What's up, everybody, and welcome to PPR Podcast number 65. This is the Week 10 Recap and Week 11 Preview Show. As always, I'm Chase Isidoro, and this week we're joined by our North County Game of the Week reporter, Nick James. Nick, as always, we start with Game of yeah. the Week, the Holy Bowl. Absolutely. Cathedral Catholic 41, St. Augustine 27. You know, a lot closer of a game than absolutely. What we Coach Gladnick we playing all those all the freshman kids. They got what they got seven or eight freshmen that yeah. are playing varsity. These guys were in junior high last year, and for them to only lose by fourteen. I mean, I know you don't want to take an L, but I mean, I like mean, but you it said, did come down to yeah. I, I believe a Victory Johnson interception where they got him down, and then uh, Will Bond ran it, ran it in for the touchdown. Yeah, that game was so a really, lot closer. It was, it was a touchdown at that point. Yeah, I mean, really shocking for Saints. Uh, Kind of what's your big takeaway as to build a team that way, uh, to start it off kind of with all freshmen and just say, you know what, we're going from the ground floor and we're just going to build this thing up over a couple of years. Just think these guys are going to be four-year varsity starters for Coach Gladnick with his handprint on it. I mean, just think by the time even maybe next year, if not next year, their sophomore season, just think with those kids all together, their junior campaign and then their junior and senior year, how good they're going to be if they all stay together. That team's going to be pretty salty and fun to watch they're fun to watch now but in the next couple of years as they get older and as they you know they keep working together in the chemistry I, I think that team's going to be really really salty in the next couple of years I didn't think they'd be this good this early you know I was kind of expecting like all right they might get two wins on the year um, but they played great games against Helix yeah, they great did. games against mm-hmm. Cathedral um, and they pulled off some great wins this year we've always talked about Brady Palmer um, great quarterback and he looks like that he dude's has, a baller his ceiling's gonna yeah. be high but another high ceiling kid is Parker Johnson someone who really when I watched him the first time in seven on seven yeah that game on over Poway, the summer I remember when we mm-hmm. got his interview yeah I mean he he balled out and he balled out in this game three touchdowns take the effort that our underclassmen put in and we could build on that going forward this offseason we're going to work very hard and we'll bounce back next year I think that combination between those two if we could get that together for four years uh, they're going to be I mean the sky's the limit for that team really. it'd, be, it'd be very comparable to in the North County at Del Norte yeah. with Schneider and Ty Olson I mean he's a I mean Ty Ty's a sophomore and um I believe Jack, Jack is a junior I yeah, believe I believe so and so it, I, I, and you can see the chemistry I see the chemistry with them on Friday nights how they just like wonder twins activate same thing with the, these ninth graders these guys were like you said it's covering seven on seven these guys were in eighth grade yeah. in middle school junior high it's you so know a few months ago you, it's so shocking when you cover them and in, in the interview I go like hey you know like what grade are you so I'm a freshman I was like you're kidding right right like they're so advanced nowadays yeah man. Like, and that's what that se- the seven on seven circuit does for yeah. you I remember back in the day when I was playing at Chula Vista, it was passing league. And it was like, okay, you play, hey, and you're done. And, you know, it's not. Now it's like that part of that grind. Like, I mean, these cats are going to Vegas. They're going all over the country getting in that work, and they're on that circuit, and they're getting this work in. They're running routes on air, working on chemistry. And it really helps when the fall comes and you strap on the pads, and you're like, hey, I know he's going to run here. He's going to bend there. He's going to go up the middle. You know, so it just works out. I feel like these freshmen nowadays are so much more developed. And I'm – I'm feeling like I'm old here saying this, but back when I was in high school, which is not even that long ago, 2014, if if anybody in our freshman team played against the Cathedral varsity team, we would have got whooped and we would have got you know tossed aside immediately. Right. Now you see so many of these freshmen and sophomores balling out at this level. It's it's incredible to see just how young these kids are coming up and how advanced they are in their game, um, and it's awesome to see because then you get to see them for multiple years and hopefully more good things to come and I, from them. And I think that also goes back to the kids. I think they're starting in the Pop Warner. They're taking it They're taking it a lot more serious yeah. than in years past. I mean, we, we're seeing cats now, 11, 12, 13, like, okay, you know, we, we need to get it cracking before – 
we get to high school, that way when we get to high school, we know we're working to get a scholarship to play at the next level. Back in the day, it was like, oh, we're playing for fun. Now it's like, okay, I'm trying to get my education paid for. I think we've seen that a lot in the James game. You know, you've seen it firsthand. Uh, I got to, when I shot shot it this week, that Javon Williams kid, when you showed me the highlights to put on the James game, the kid's ridiculous. Like, at that age, I mean, it's it's so incredible to see these young kids. Ridiculous. Yeah, they're just doing work. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. But, uh, you know, obviously, Cathedral's defense comes up big again. Uh, as they have done all season, and another great win for them. Um, I don't know if they're going to be in the open. They might be because you know their losses are to you know. Yes, yeah, Cathedral really scheduled up I don't this know year. Where, they really did. I don't know where up. to put them yeah. though. We'll, be, we'll have to see if they go. If they're in D one, they're definitely a title uh, contender yeah. with, with that defense. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. on so that. So now we go to another team we want to talk about for the open, and a team you got to cover this last week, Carlsbad defeating LCC. And really, I guess LCC was their biggest opponent coming into this Avocado mm. League. But Carlsbad walks away 35-0. Their 24th straight Avocado League victory uh, and their fourth straight Avocado League title. Mm. They're becoming, you know, this the big bad up there. Um, what was kind of your takeaway from them? Now? The take the takeaway for me that night, I think Julian, I think only Julian Sand, our, the five, Mr. Five Star, as Bree Savant calls him. He, he just he threw it around a lot, but he only threw, I think, for about a buck 62, and he ran one in. He actually didn't even throw any touchdowns that night. And Mason Walsh, I, I think he had 15 for like 85, and he had three touchdowns. His name's been popping up for like the last yeah. four weeks now. Nine touchdowns been, in four weeks. And Coach Mack's been doing a really good job. Him and Doug Brady, their offensive coordinator and their DC and their quarterbacks coach, they they work in hand. They're, they're trying to mix it up. Because when you take away Julian, okay, then you take away Zach Marshall. Then, okay, if we're going to take away that, then we have to run the rock. And the last couple of weeks I've been seeing how more, much more balanced. They're yeah. much more balanced. Early on it was like Julian, 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 sling it all around the lot. And then that was without Zach. Now Zach's back. We're going to sling it. But then when you take away Zach and try to double him, Mason Walsh is getting the rock. Yeah, and that was something been, I was not. Yeah, he's I did like not Zeke. expect he's that. He's been eating. He's been, yeah. uh, honestly, one and of the most said, underrated guys because yeah, you he, look, you, first thing you think about with Carlsbad is the quarterback play and mm-hmm. then Zach Marshall, obviously. Yeah. But he, Mason Walsh has put his name on the map of like, dude, I'm, I'm legit and I'll run it down, you know, like nine touchdowns in four games has been yeah. incredible for and him. Yeah, he's been balling. And I asked him, I asked him the other night when we interviewed him because he was our player of the game. He's also the CIF wrestling, state, uh, wrestling champion, like a master's champion in wrestling. And I asked him about leverage. And he, he, he was telling me how, how he gets, how he uses the wrestling towards football. Like, you know, multiple athletes play different sports. He uses the wrestling to get lower and the leverage and that that really works in his favor because he can get low he can dip and he, he can do these things and he and he's pretty quick and when he gets into the open field he can make you miss and uh yeah they're, they're mixing it up well right now with the run in the past so i mean they're sitting what are they sitting at right now eight and one i think they had to buy I so. nine yeah i, I believe uh, they're eight so and one right now so where in your opinion i think they're where, at the top for they're sure. at the top yeah I mean, they're in the open. we're, we're going to talk about obviously yeah. the big matchup coming up later but okay. i think it's them three at the top with lincoln madison and carlsbad I, and then i think there's maybe just a little bit of a gap um but they've been phenomenal all year and right. I, I i think they're going to the open and i think and i agree with you totally on that and i think what the chips are going to fall as we'll talk about but i think either i think mission hills huge win on the road at el camino yeah, on friday night so that's going to put coach hauser's group Probably into the open. Yeah, especially then, with how much how much the avocado sways that way yeah. because they play so many and teams. They, and they it, play it some might good, push them in. Yeah, they might push them in. And they play they play really good talent, like you said. And then Poway has a big game this week that we'll talk about. So one of one of those teams will 
be in the open. So, like you said, the three, and then I think Mission Hills will be in there, and then Poway. But we'll we'll talk about that later in our next segment. But I, I think one of those two will get that fourth and final spot, and then whoever does not get that spot, obviously, is going to drop down to one. Then you got to worry about if Cathedral's going to be in the open. Yeah. If there's they so go many to question one, marks for because that yeah, spot. there's like four spots in the open, then six or seven teams that could jockey for that last spot because yeah. you know Lincoln, Madison. And I say Carlsbad at this point. And Carlsbad are in the open. Right. Even wh whoever wins that Lincoln-Madison game this yeah. week, I think they have to those, go. Yeah, I think they those three to. are in. And then I think Mission Hills, Poway are jockeying Felix, for that Cathedral, other spot. They're and right Cathedral, there, they're you know? all right there for that last spot. So this other team that obviously had open aspirations to start the year, but they lost all the big teams. They've been phenomenal since that game against Lincoln. South Bay game of the week recap, Modern Day 55, Benita Vista 0. Modern Day's, um, for lack of a better word, pointless record, because it's not pointless, but they've held every single team to no points. 232-0 in the last five games. How do you feel about this Modern Day team? Because, you know, it's not like they were getting crushed in those first games. The, yeah. the Lincoln game, I think they got crushed. Yeah. Honestly. But... They are still solid and have so much talent. They do. Once they, they, they once it comes they around do. to the D one playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it, I I wouldn't be out of pocket to say that they're might be the favorites for D one. Yeah, I, I don't know where to put them at the moment. I do think they're going to be at the top, and yeah. I think they're going to give everyone and a run you, for the and money. And you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a South Bay guy. I graduated from Tula Vista High School and all that. But, but modern day, I, I I honestly modern day is the best team in the South Bay. 100 percent. I mean, they're the best team in the South Bay. So you put you play who's put in front of you, and you and you you beat those opponents, and then you play up. But like you said, they, they scheduled up. So I, I think they're going to be in one because they won yeah, one. They won three last year, right? Yeah, I they, believe so. Yeah. So they're, they they got a really good shot, I think, at, at one. They, they've got a lot of talent. Nankill, McClure. Like, they got dogs yeah. all the way across the board on both sides of the ball. And, and, and they're, they're peaking at the right time. One more game left in regular season, then playoffs. And so it's, they're, it's good for them to set yeah. their own mark of like, hey, we know we're going to beat these South Bay teams, you know, um, but let's set our own little. Yeah, the know, first five, they scheduled up. Yeah, we're yeah. going to set our own whiteboard material, though. Let's not give up a single point, and they haven't. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, now we get to a couple of quick recaps with some of these stats being presented by EC Preps, who's at Twitter at EC underscore preps underscore SD. Crawford, I shot this game, beating Hoover 58-12 to in the Battle of the Boulevard. Uh, Crawford moved to 8-1 <laughs> on the season, securing the Central League title. It's their first league title since 2015, and it's their first league title in the City Conference since 2004. This Crawford team has quickly become one of the coolest teams to watch, Dang. one of the most entertaining teams yeah. to watch. You know, I get it. They don't play the greatest competition in this county, but there's just so much fun. When there's you, so much fun to everything watch. Everything on the sideline. And side again, line. they put they beat who's put in front of them. Yeah, exactly. And, and and Hoover Will Gray, he's just trying to do the best he can with, you know, what he has and that's, you know, the numbers are low for them and things of that nature. Crawford's dealing with that as well, but they they just they have they have ballers. Yeah. I mean, when they I love our game of the that, week, they played at Coronado. That Hamadi Sharif running back. Yeah. He's He's, He's a so dog. cool that, to, to That watch. young man is a dog. But one of my favorite moments from the game was they were already beating Hoover, and they weren't being flashy about it. Or yeah. you know, they were just enjoying themselves on the sideline. Hoover overthrew a pass, and it was just you know throwing it away. It went right to Coach Marquez, and he went to go catch it, and he dropped it. And the amount of players that got in his face and made him do push-ups <laughs> on the sideline, I was cracking up. Did he actually do them? Yeah, they, I think they, he did like 15 push-ups. It was Love awesome. It. That's and, awesome. And then every single big play, he's celebrating with his guys. Yeah. I mean, he's. To me, he might be coach of the year for what he's done this year. And 
I think a lot of coaches and they have in this what, county. He has what probably like Coach James does at San Diego High when he coached there. What He has probably, what, 25, 30 kids at, at Crawford? Yeah, it's not a lot. They, not yeah, a lot. they don't have a lot. And a lot of their kids are going both ways. Yeah. Like a lot of the smaller schools, are, uh, the kids are going both ways. But, I mean, he, he's getting the most out of these out of what he has. And I think it's, it goes to what how he connects with those players, yeah. too. You can see it on the sideline. Um, like, he's not just the head ball coach. He's the leader of the team. Yeah. Um, and I just love to see that. And I think a lot of coaches in this county can take a lesson from how he handles his players because I think he does it all the right ways. Yeah. So big shout-out to Coach Mark. Yeah, and it, he's one of those guys that he's a player's coach. What I mean by that is, you know, we're going to – we're going to run through a wall for you. Yep, and there, he's that guy. There's some coaches you're like, you're playing whatever, and you don't really want to you, – you, I, I don't like the coach. I'm not going to go that hard for and, you. And I think a lot of coaches get that I'm going to run through a wall out of you in certain different ways. Yeah. But the way Matt Marquez does it, yeah. he, he feels like he has pads on. Yeah. That's how it feels when he's yeah. on the sideline, man. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And then we got to talk about Helix, 42 over Grossmont the 17. Scotties. They take the musket back for who knows how long it's been now. Um, Rylan Jesse – we reported as he broke the, the school record, he actually tied the school record with six passing touchdowns. Um, he tied Alex Smith's performance versus Monte Vista in 2001. Either way, tying it, breaking it, incredible performance, and he's been really incredible for them, especially these last couple weeks. He's been throwing a lot of touchdowns. Um, and then we move on to Ramona beating Oceanside 22-14, to and according to EC Preps, this was Ramona's first ever win against Oceanside. Against the Pirates, huh? Yeah, first ever in program history. It's pretty remarkable, to be quite honest. Um, you know, because Ramona's always been such a great uh, program, but and I guess Oceanside has been too, but to never beat them once. So big shout-out to Ramona for that one. The Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, now we get to... One of the greatest PPR shows we're going to have this Friday night. And I say that because Ooh. there's so much on the line. There is. We have the Avocado League wrapped up with Carlsbad. Crawford took the Central. UC took the City. I believe Escondido Charter has taken the Pacific League. Palo Verde has taken the Desert League. And Christian, I believe, has taken the Eastern League. So besides those ones that are locked up, every other league title is on the line. Now... Some of these teams might have to play other teams. There might be some things that have to be moved. You know, the Grossmont Valley League, there's, you know, moving pieces. El Cap having to beat West Hills, they'll take it. But if West Hills wins, Santana and them can share. There's a lot of moving pieces. But we have, outside of those, we have eight winner-take-alls where the two teams that play each other this Friday night, winner gets the league title. Nothing better right before the playoffs. We got the Coastal League, Santa Fe Christian versus Bishops, a Bishops team that I love their offense. Um, but that Santa, Fe Christian, good game. that Santa Fe Christian team can run it down with so much. Jeremy Love, that young man's a baller, yeah, and he, he he's a hooper, too. I actually seen him in hoop. I don't know. That young man can go yeah, in hoop. I, 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 don't know, I don't know if he's better in hoop or football, but that young man can go in basketball. They, he's very athletic, and you you shot that game on Saturday. And I shot Bishops a couple weeks ago. shot Bishops a couple weeks ago. That's going to be a really very, good game. That's going to be a very good game. Yeah. A very, is that a Friday game or Saturday? I believe they're all on Friday. It's a Friday. I believe. That's going to be a really good game. Central versus Brawley out in the desert, so we got even a league title shot out there. Metro Mesa League, Modern Day versus Eastlake. I don't know if, I mean, can Modern Day, Eastlake's probably the toughest test to, to put points on the board finally against Modern Day, but I wouldn't be surprised if Modern Day shuts them out again with the way they've been playing. The Metro South Bay, Montgomery versus Hilltop. I'm I'll take the under, under to Montgomery. Yeah, the the Montgomery-Hilltop game, that game, <laughs> that, that game will be really low scoring and played pretty close to the vest. I mean, if the total's like 30, go under. <laughs> I, I, that's a 10-7 game, 7-6, 12-9, something in there. Montgomery D's up, and so does Hilltop. That, that game will be low scoring and, and fought in the trenches. That'll be a good low scoring game right there. So those four winner-take-all games are not part of our games of the week, which is crazy to say. But so the rest of them are. Game of the week, 
and really, I've said probably game of the year about four times this year. This one takes the cake. Uh, 9-0 Madison at 8-1 Lincoln for the Western League title. And really probably going into the playoffs, the person who can call themselves the top dog at this moment. This is a college recruiter's blue chip. Yeah. Go to that game and get a bunch of cats in one spot game right how, there. How, how do right you think, there. How do you think that plays out? Because obviously I've had Lincoln as, as the top dog because it's not just Roger Robinson. It's the defense. You know, um, we have DJ PV and Chris Fuel pass rushing. We have Josiah Cox and Chris White in the secondary. Micah Valenzuela, Journey Tala have been great at pass rushing as well. Lincoln's got Lincoln's got They're their so skill good set defensively. Is, yeah, I mean, I don't know how many of their kids are going both ways this year. I know a lot of them. They've been trying to concentrate on just staying on one side of the ball, but all their skill cats are so good. Yeah. I mean, just when we watch them in seven on seven over the summer, we're like these. I mean, yeah, you get it. Seven on seven, it's routes on air. It's a little bit different than you put the pads on, but that's equated. It that's transferred over yeah. from the summer. Like these guys are getting it in the summer. Okay, go put the pads on. All good. Same thing, and they're just on it. You don't. Lincoln and Lincoln, if you take away Roderick, they can still sling it and throw it if oh, need yeah, be. Absolutely. I mean, obviously they're and they great. They do it all, all phases too. All phases. Special teams Special as well. Teams. Corey Thompson Miller, it seems like he takes one to the house almost yeah. every week. And they make I mean, plays it's, it's, on defense as well. They're so good, but so is Madison because Madison every single week. I think Madison. I think I put Lincoln's defense number one in this county. Madison's I, got I think some there's Madison. an argument for Cathedral or Madison two or three. Madison Rankin and them are nice. They're, they're, they're really nice. good, they're dude. Nice. They're, uh, they got some riders. Via, via, this, Toilillo, is a, this is a game of like straight D one blue chip dogs. Yeah, like these, I agree. This game right here, like like just call out sick and just watch the game <laughs> as a fan. Like I mean, real I talk. Agree. This is like this is going to be in a, in an incredible game and for incredible the league title. Game. Like, Lincoln's, Lincoln can lose the league? How is that possible? Madison can lose the league? How is that possible? And what's crazy it's, is, my bad, no, Chase, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what's crazy is these two will probably play in a couple weeks. Yeah, they very well. So it's like, okay, are we going to play vanilla? We're going to see you guys again. Do we not show everything because we're going to see you in a week or two? Because well, they're both going to be in the open. You think, know what I'm saying? I think there's, the thing is, is like, it, there's the argument of do we show everything? It, I don't think you need to show anything when you have Roger Robinson. That, I don't care how good Madison's defense shows up. They might be lights out. That dude's still going to eat. He's still going to go for over 100 yards and probably two or three touchdowns. I think how Madison stays in this game, you need someone on your side of the ball who can just who can be the difference maker. And he hasn't gotten the ball a lot. They like to spread it around. But, man, get the ball into Jake Jackson's hands. <laughs> I know that's, that secondary for Lincoln is really good. It might be tough. But lean on him. He's, he is probably their best athlete on offense. And they're going to need him to be, have his best game if they want to beat Lincoln. Jake, I think that's the way they, that Jake, has to go Jake down. makes plays. He's so good. Jake, Jake makes plays. That young man can go. I think he, he will be the he, difference he maker go. offensively. He can uh, go. Because Reggie's a great quarterback. Uh, so is um, Chatham on, on Lincoln as well. Mm. But I think really Jake, I think, will be the one that comes out. Like if they're in this game or they even win this game, I think it's because he balled out and had touchdowns down the stretch. And I think just just being just guesstimating, I think this one comes down to who has the ball last. Yeah, very well. I mean, we've seen that a lot in these big matches. I think whoever has the ball at the end. Like, like KC and KC and the Bills. Yeah. Like, oh, whoever has the ball last. Like, I, I think that's going to be this game. Whoever has the rock last will win the game. And then we move to the North County game of the week. Another title matchup for the Palomar League title. 9-0 Poway at 5-4 Ranger Bernardo. You know, pa Poway's been rolling. RB's got to have it, though. RB, RB has to have I mean, it. To, it it's, 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 to put them yeah. in that position where, like, wow, RB's actually going for a title here. I mean, they, they started off so slow, and now they've been phenomenal in the Palomar League. But can't anybody really stop this Poway team? Man, they've been rolling on everybody. And we saw them again against Mount Carmel this previous week. Um, 
I thought that game was going to be a lot tighter than yeah. that. And especially the way done that every week the where way, we're like, okay, this might be the showing where they, yeah. it might come close. It might no, come close. and they just But don't. see, I thought Coach Wessling at Mount Carmel, the way they shot, uh, the way they shut down uh, Gino and Trapasso yeah. at RBV, when RBV was just rolling, Trapasso yeah. and those guys were rolling, and they completely shut them down, and Mount Carmel blew RBV out. I, I thought, okay, Mount Carmel's going to scheme up and take away Connor Rath for Poway and make someone else beat them, but... They, they beat them up pretty good. So I was like, ooh, I yeah, didn't Rath, see that one coming. So it's like, ooh, ooh. Rath can, continues to just be yeah. phenomenal every and wh- Friday night. What did, I, what did I tell you guys last year yeah. when we were sitting over there at 2 in the morning eating pizza? Yeah. What, tell everybody what this I said, Chase. To, the guy deserves to be on Underclass of the Year. He deserves to be on the Silver Face game. I was like, this dude is a rider, yeah. and we're not even talking about him. This guy is a straight dog. Now he comes out and he's balling. But I was saying this a couple, like last year and the year before that. In the COVID season, I'm like, this young man can go. Yeah. I'm like, this dude, we, this dude can go. So, so then we have the National City Mile Car South Bay Game of the Week. When Modern Day and Eastlake are going for a title game, and that's not the Game of the Week, you know it's a special moment because three and five Castle Parks taking on five and four Chula Vista the for Spartans, the Metro Coach Pacific Bannister, title game. Coach Bannister and the boys. I mean, I can't even think the last time Chula Vista was going for a league title. I believe Castle Parks was last one was 2018. How special is this moment you know Chulvis has had good years over the last 10 years you know where they've came second in the league but how special is this moment for them as a program to be able to get this league title because they've been on a roll recently coach Bannister and the boys when they when they beat Mar Vista yeah I I, I honestly thought if they beat Mar Vista that's a huge win because they beat Sweetwater and if, for a former Spartan if you beat Sweetwater that's like the Padres beating the Dodgers yeah. that's that's a wrap our season's complete. We can go <laughs> one and nine. Our one dub is against Suhai. We're straight. And then they turned around and beat Mar Vista, and they stacked up a couple other Ws on top of that. And Coach Bannister, they kind of, like you said, they started off slow. Now they've been balling. They're picking up steam at the right time. And it's against Castle Park and the Trojans, Castle Park and Chula Vista, they have that rivalry, but it's not like Suhai. And and Chula Vista, but that game will be that. I think that game's going to be pretty close. Yeah. But. I, it's at Chula Vista. It, I mean, Castle Park travels well. It's right down the street. But Coach, Coach Bannister and them, Coach Bannister and them, been balling right now. So I mean, that that's going to be a good game. Yeah, I think, that, it, that's I think it'll be a, good be a big, big moment for the Spartans. It, you know, um, whether they win or not, they've had a great season. But I think a league title for them would be phenomenal. Yeah, for that them, would that would be because it's been so long. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah, it's um, been a minute. No disrespect it's to Castle Park. It's just you know, it, it's been a Spartan minute. on the stage here. We yeah, got to talk yeah, about yeah, it's, been, it's, it's been a minute. But I, you know, I lo- I got love for every every school in the Absolutely. South Bay. So the Trojans and the Spartans. That'll be a, that'll be a really good game. But I, I'd give the nod to Coach Bannister. And um, just because it's at Chula Vista. I mean, I know home field's not really an advantage. Like I said, Castle Park is 10 minutes from Chula Vista yeah. High. But uh, I think I think Chula, Chula's been playing Chula's been playing pretty well. Yeah, I agree. And, and they've been they've been scoring, and and they've been playing pretty good D. I mean, I, I was they kind of sold me when they beat when they beat Mar Vista. Yeah, I agree. Because Mar Vista Mar, was, and that thing that was coming off the because Wojcik and them was doing Wojcik was doing the, yeah. doing things. So I was like, for them to to shut Mar Vista down. Yeah, that, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of a believer right now, and that will be for the Metro Pacific League title game. Uh, we go to the Grossmont Hills League title game for our El Cajon Ford East County game of the week. Seven and two Granite Hills at seven and two Helix. I, that's going to be a good game. That is going to be a phenomenal game, honestly. Um, Allison, Helix, does, Allison doesn't want to go to that game, does she? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, I 
I don't know if I can say that Helix won't walk away with the victory here, but I don't think I'll be surprised if Granite Hills wins. I think I'd be more surprised if this one is like Helix blew Granite Hills out, honestly, because this Granite Hills team, they are so good defensively, and the way they run their offense with Tomasello and Parlin Sanders, you know, they, they're so dynamic. I, and I haven't I, seen the Eagles that, have been rolling right. too. Right, and last time I saw last time I saw Granite was Poway. Ch correct? Chase was Poway the yeah. first game of the season. So and I haven't seen them. They were in it. At yeah, the half. I think the final was like 23-15, or it was a real close game. They were in it till the end, and they did actually a pretty good job on Connor Rath and kind of slowing them down because I think Poway's been scoring what 35-40 a game, and I think that night they, was they, like 23-15. They, they very well could like handle. They very well could have handed Madison yeah. their first loss. And or Madison, had yeah, because that game was what 15-12 or something like that. Yeah, where. I don't think even Granite Hills wanted to hike the ball, but someone hiked it, so then they went the other way and Madison drove down to one. They could have very well handled them that handed them that loss. This Grant Hills team is very, very Joaquin good. Joaquin Thomas and those guys, they can go. I haven't seen Helix, so I haven't seen what they do they're in person. Really I know they, the Helix, Ken, I know they're really, the really good. I just the third, haven't seen the them running in person. Back is a baller. baller. I've seen the highlights. Baller. I just haven't seen them in person. Yeah, like, I've got a chance to see Granite. But I saw Granite, which seemed week one, which is – you know, like 11 weeks ago. So, I mean, they were, I thought they were going to be pretty good back then when they played Poway and played Poway at Poway, a tough loss for them. But Granite was right in the game. And yeah, Helix has got some dogs too, though. I, I, think, got some I think it'll be very similar to the Madison Lincoln matchup where it's probably going to come down to who has the ball last. I was just about to say and, that. I think, I really do think it's going to be that close of a game. I probably pick Helix right now, but maybe that's just my mind saying. Is that game at Helix? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think that's just my mind telling me that like it's Helix, so why wouldn't you pick Helix? But I, after watching Granite Hills, I would not be shocked at all if they got this win, and I think it would cement them um, going into the playoffs because they've had a phenomenal season. Are both of them? Are they? Really are both of them? Everybody. Are both of them in, in one? No, Helix is in one. I believe Granite is two. I believe Granite's, oh, Granite's in two. Yeah, well, I Granite's, Granite's in two. Yeah. I think they were going to be one of the top dogs in two, regardless. Yeah. Um, two's going to be pretty loaded, this too, be, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two's going to be low. Isn't, I was we, just looking you over and I were talking, of, isn't two going to be the, the strongest one we thought? Like, you and I were talking well, one day? I think, I think D1 this year is incredibly so strong. So one and two are going to be pretty two stout. strong. Um, you know, I know it's D5 ball, but D5 has, like, six teams right now that are ridiculously playing. Like Army-Navy, who we barely cover, but they've been phenomenal. Um, yeah, Escondido Charter, there's been so many good. When you look at these divisions, you're like, man, they're really top-heavy, which is going to make for a really good playoff run. Um, but then we get to the Jersey Mike City game of the week, the only one that's not a winner-take-all game because UC has already wrapped up the City League. 2-6 uh, and six, Patrick Henry at 7-2 and two, University City. When you watch Sam Cooper, you know, what's kind of your big takeaway? Because we're getting down here to when we're going to have to um, decide who's going on the Silver Pigskin podium. For me, he's on there just because he does everything. It's not just how he throws it. It's how he runs the ball, how he plays defense at linebacker. What's kind of your takeaway when you watch him? It's crazy to think. Cause I, was, I remember I was watching Sam, and he was a sophomore at Lincoln. And so he was slinging the pill as a 10th grader, and then he, and then he transferred. And I, it's crazy to think that normally when you're a quarterback and you're playing both sides of the ball, you're normally, you're, your defensive cat is normally, and you're, if you're a quarterback on the other side of the ball, you're normally playing safety. Yeah, safety. You're, or you're DB, playing corner. Yeah. Or, you're, or you're playing corner, right? You're, Sam is like in the mix. Yeah. Like Junior Seau. Like he's, he's playing in the cut playing backer making plays so just he's just a phenomenal athlete I, I can't wait to see him where he decides to go for college and watch him play at the next level whether whether it's QB linebacker or whatever he's really exciting a lot really exciting to watch Patrick Henry's down a little bit but I mean when when you get to that game you throw the records out of the window yeah and I mean 
I, I think this UC I, I, team yeah. has just been. I, UC's, UC is probably going. UC has been beating the, the brakes off of squads this year, and I don't. Who who gave who gave them their two losses anyways? Do you remember off the top of your head? I want to say he they lost one. Did they play someone from LA or something? Or did no, they, I believe they lost Orange one County? out. The, I believe they lost one out in the desert. I want to say it may have been Brawley they okay. lost to. I can't remember off the top of the head. It was early in the season, and since yeah, they, I'm looking at this, I'm like, wow, phenomenal. I didn't even realize they had two L's. Off the, <laughs> yeah, off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly who they lost to. But yeah. It was early in the season, and then since then they've been phenomenal. Um, and really, the way they run the ball, Sam Tote Harris has been incredible. Ladanian Lawrence, Ladanian Lawrence, incredible. Yeah. A guy who doesn't get the ball as much, but we all know how good he is, is Caden Dawson at tight end, and he plays great defense. Going as well. to Boise State yeah, too. I mean, yeah. they're so good. Dre Gardner has been Dre Gardner. incredible. These yeah, last Dre Gardner's weeks. a rider too. I yeah, mean, this this UC team, uh, they're really shaping up to be title contenders for the CIF. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they win their CIF. They go for a state run. Yeah, they're so well they're, rounded. Yeah, they are. They're they're very balanced. Yeah, they are. They're, they're very balanced, and they they're skilled cat guys just like just like Lincoln. Like they got straight dogs. Yeah. and they, they weren't got dogs. they weren't as good as the beginning on defense. Yeah, and since then they've been they've meshed. On the, on yeah, the they've they've side. meshed for um, yeah they've meshed. Yeah, I, I like I like UC a lot. Obviously, they've already won the city league. They'll be the only one that's not a winner take all. But man, so many winner take alls. Basically, every single game that comes up next on the PPR this Friday night is going to have a league title on the line or at least half of them it's just going to make for great television i cannot wait for that chase what just to play devil's advocate sure. here if, if so poway's nine and no playing rb i'm not talking about this because it's the north county game of the week everyone's been talking about will poway be in the open will they be in the open if rb beats poway does that send poway down to d1 because they catch that to. l because their schedule their strength of schedule isn't that great what would poway I mean, we're already talking. Down. We're already talking about Mission Hills possibly being the number four, and that would kick Poway out. Even if Poway goes undefeated, which I think would be wrong um, to do, if they take a loss to RB, they're definitely in D1. You th okay. Uh, and then, so then, it's crazy so that then, the, the margins are that razor thin. But then you're also talking about before we even get to the other, other avocado teams, you're talking about where does Helix go because they only have two losses. Where does Cathedral go because they beat Helix? Um, so that does that that so so Coach Hauser. They that win at El Camino, did that solidify putting them in the in that last spot in the four I, hole? Because what's sure. going to happen probably is Carlsbad tinkering. Maybe they're the one, or Lincoln, vice versa. However, that plays out. Assuming Carlsbad is the one seed, Mission Hill slides into the four hole. Then it's one four. Then you're going to have Lincoln and Madison play again in the two three matchup, yeah. and they're playing this week. And then they're going to, like we said earlier, they're probably going to play again in the playoffs yeah. because those top four teams I, I, in the open. I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Mission Hill slipped in. Um, at the same time, though, I think it might be just a little too top-heavy with Helix Cathedral in front of them. Um, you know, because at the same time, it's like, okay, Cathedral's lost, you know, big games. They lost to Madison. They lost to Lincoln. But at the same time, they beat Helix. So how do you put Helix in there? Well, That's really, true, too. That's and true, it's too. not like that was their only big competition. Helix beat Servite. Um, but yeah, like, that was a big win too. It's, it. I think Poway has the leg up because they're going to be undefeated, and they ha do have decent wins. Not the greatest wins, but they have decent wins, and they've been blowing everybody out along the way. Yeah, they have. So I, I would say they're probably in the lead for that four spot as of right now. But if you, th but if but you it, think that if they catch the L against RB, at I think RB, it, I think there's chaos. <laughs> I think there's, it's, it's I chaos. wouldn't be surprised if like they they go for another avocado team. I really wouldn't because we've seen that before. We saw that last year where it's like, you know, Mission Hills made the open where they. Maybe should have been in D one, um, but that's. Do you just think Poway, if Poway drops to the one, do you think they run away with the one? That'd be interesting. That'd be really interesting because I, you know, there's really good teams in D one. We're talking modern day, and like let's say something happens where Mission Hills does slip in there, uh, that leaves Cathedral, Helix, Modern Day, and Poway all in D one. 
I mean, that, that's not even salty. to mention not even to mention El Camino, who's throwing the wrench in the mix because they could beat anybody with their their interior guys. I mean, at D one playoffs, it's gonna be really good either way. Um, I think El, yeah, I think El Camino will be. They'll, I think they'll be in the one. For yeah, sure. they'll be in the, after losing the on Friday loss, yeah. to Mission Hills. I just think. And they were kind of teetering. Like, if they stacked a couple wins towards the end, they'd probably be in the open. But I had I had talked to Coach Hobbs during the season. He said he 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 was pretty confident they were going to be. He was pretty confident they'd be in D one. This is um, the crazy thing too is that it's not just the league title up for grabs. So many of these teams have like the open division up for grabs as well. They can't slip up now, and it's not like. Not like they're going against easy opponents. Granite Hills could beat Helix, and then boom, it's gone. There's no, there's no tanking in high school. No, there's no, none. there's no tanking. Everything's and I love yeah, that. I love no the system that, yeah. like that where it's there's, like, yeah, we're playing, still we're, up playing, grabs, we're playing, we're playing up. Yeah, <laughs> we're playing. So yeah. it's 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 gonna be a great a great Friday night. Can't wait for it. Um, but that'll do for us here today. Tune in tomorrow for the PPR podcast number sixty six, where Paul and Bert will bring on Bo Fertig and Brandon Stone onto the podcast. Gonna be a great one to get all four <laughs> of those together. Um, but until then, that'll do it for us. We'll see you guys next week.